saying. I don't. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I like how they're like reaction. We live. Yeah, we're, we're good yeah, to go. Whoa, what's up? It's the All or Nothing Show. My name's Austin. We got Brock, Griffin, and special guest, Miles. What's going Hicks. on? What's going on? What's up? And uh, today, with this special guest, we got actually a fourth mic that just came in yesterday, so excited for that. Getting the setup even bigger and bigger. I know. And we're starting the day off with a drink review, one that we haven't done yet. Yeah, I saw these at Cheats, and because uh, we weren't sure if we were going to get... Uh, drinks in because the annoying thing is we have an order coming of like seven cases of energy drinks some for Austin and then most for the gym um, and the last time we ordered they literally got here in like 20 hours like we ordered the yeah. afternoon and then like the next morning they were here so I was like oh like maybe it'll be like that this time and then like I think we ordered Tuesday and uh, I'm guessing they'll come like you know midday today but it's annoying because we would have just grabbed from there yeah but uh, anyway we paid full price at uh, Sheets full and so I know. <laughs> and, uh, two yeah. for three no, I mean they had the two for four fifty or something, but it's like saves like twenty cents or something. Uh, G fuels crack. Because I've like looked at a couple different G fuels before, but I haven't seen this. No, this one's thing. new. They had this one is newer, and then also they had one that Maddie tries the tropical rain. Griffin, it wasn't Who's that the gamer good. for this one. Yo. It's got ketones. Oh, so yeah, we're going, gonna, we're going keto, going baby. Keto? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I like to say <laughs> is so they have on your energy, focus, endurance, and then I like the little icon for React. It's just like a hand moving fast. Remember, like, oh, comfortable gamers. Oh, oh damn. Oh, yeah. We should have yeah. asked Trick before he rolled out what he, what he thinks about them. Well, he already yeah. said well, what he thinks about them. he's going to babysit. Yeah. And he's Red Bull through yeah. and through. Yeah. Which who who likes Red Bull? Like who enjoys Red Bull? Tastes like battery acid. Dude, yeah, like, but I'll he, drink them he's sometimes. Like diehard. Well, think back to because I remember when I used to play like soccer in middle school or high yeah. school, and sometimes it would be a treat before a game if I was picking up a friend. My dad would get us like an energy drink to split. Mm-hmm. So back then it was like the full fat monster or like full sugar. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, black ones. No, 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 no. Just, like, I'm just like messing. he's just like that's yeah. what I'm playing yeah. on like how loaded it is. Used to say that a lot. I still get my mind feet. blown before. But, you... Hey, hey, hey. All right, well, simmer <laughs> down. Yeah, but, simmer down. <laughs> monster, Red Bull, and then what was the last? I guess Rockstar. Those Rockstar. are like the Nos. three. Nos, but yeah. yeah, but yeah. I feel like all of those just taste so like. I don't know, just nasty. There's yeah. no like individual flavor no. there. Yeah. Anyway, what did you used to yeah. do? I don't even remember what the fuck I was gonna say. I feel like I just got like shut down like a child. Yeah. I'm yeah. speaking. I'm yeah. speaking. Um, I'm, I'm speaking. I'm. <laughs> All right, let's crack these bad boys open. Let's get it, Miles. You have, you've never, never had G Flow. I've never G seen it. G Fuel. Oh, uh, it's only maybe it's only at the sheets. I don't know. I used to work at sheets. Did you? Uh, yeah. Well, it's like it's newer. Yeah. Are there any secret menus there? Not that I like know. the McGangbang? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's? I think that's like fried chicken between two burgers. McGangbang. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know Wawa has a secret menu. They do? Yeah. You just have the little bird in the bottom corner. For real. Do it next yeah. time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's see what you can find. Okay. <laughs> it's like I a don't know how easy. I feel about this one. It tastes like rainbow sugar it's like, to me. It does. It has like a rainbow sugar aftertaste. And it's like empty at the It's almost time. empty. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like nothing there. It's, it's like, like a, a LaCroix rainbow It's sugar. nothing that you don't like, <laughs> but is. it's nothing that you're like... I just taste all ketones. <laughs> That's why yeah. it has to be. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the yeah, ketones. He feels the fat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's carbonated, but not carbonated at the same time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This is weird. It's like a flat flavor. Yeah. It's like they watered it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But I will say, the last time I had a, I almost call this a bang, a G Fuel, they have the same vibe. 
Um, I got pretty jacked up, I feel like. I'm going to say this is the last time I'm buying G Fuel, just because I feel like it's like a half-ass energy drink, in my opinion. I like the Swedish Fish one. The reason I got it was because I feel like, you know, rain, bang, they're pretty straightforward, you know what you're getting, which is fine. But it's kind of like getting Starbucks, like, it's good. But you're never going to be like, wow, I really remember that drink. So I was yeah. like, okay, let me let me go out of the box, get this, see what I think. But, uh, you yeah. know, it just matters. It's no blame. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's no blame. <laughs> uh, no. You drink coffee? Yeah. You drink? You ever tried Blanchard's? Um, how, do you, how do you brew your coffee? Oh, I'm not a crazy coffee right? drinker. No, like, yeah. I've had Blanchard's from, uh, what's it called? What's the ice cream spot? Um, Gelati, uh, gelati yeah, they have oh, blanchard. Oh, you mean the dark is dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ice cream, or they actually, they yeah. actually, I don't think they serve No, that they don't serve coffee, yeah. coffee ice but that's the only yeah. time I've had Blanchard's, but, like, I'm not, like, a huge coffee drinker. Yeah. I drink coffee, like, honestly, for fun. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's not, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't really I do anything well. to me. I don't These two are polar opposites in terms of their brewing. Austin is, what is it, Folgers and the Ninja? Uh, yeah, no, he, he tried no. to grind his Look, beans in a blender. Y'all are trying to shit on me so hard right now. <laughs> it's the dumbest I'm not, fucking I'm thing. I'm not doing Folgers. I'm doing other blend. I might have done uh, Starbucks in that thing. But a Ninja, that's a expensive blender. But it's a blender, not a grinder. I like coarse grounds. I'm not going to lie, I got Austin. a mortar and pestle when you come out to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that? The twist thing? The thing that you make guacamole. Oh. So oh. It's like, oh, like, <laughs> like stabbing it. Yeah. 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 No, my, my roommate, he drinks ground. cold, and he, he grinds his up with a tiny one. Like he's... Yeah, I have a hand grinder. I used to do that and like... Just is that just like nostalgic, nostalgic? Why wouldn't you just no. use an electronic one? Well, all right. I'll tell Costs you. a lot. One... If you get an it's electric obviously. one, like a Mr. Coffee or whatever, an electric one, like a blade, blade's going to cut it up inconsistent. It's not as accurate. Those are cheap, though. My blender is probably the cheaper, the cheapest burr conical grinder, meaning it basically kind of grinds the uh, coffee beans like this rather than oh. through like a blade just slicing it. So it's more even. It's more consistent. You can dial it in more. The problem with getting a machine conical bl- uh, grinder is it's like 100 bucks plus. Like a nice one is like three, four hundred dollars. I have a hundred dollar one. But if you want to go hand burr conical grinder, then like the one I have is like twenty bucks. But one, it's annoying to set the settings. It doesn't even have numbers. You just kind of twist the dial and guess, and then it just takes you probably like three minutes to kind of grind enough for a. a, a Oh snap! So yours has numbers and stuff. My roommate is just literally, I think, the grinder. No, no, yeah. Well, mine now does. Yeah. The past two years, I've had one that has like an actual like numbers, and yeah, I set it, and it's you know it's worth the investment, the time if you you know uh, uh, brew enough. But yeah. So you're a big coffee drinker, like? Yeah, I'm pretty into it. Blown out. I'm not like like compared to real coffee enthusiasts. I don't. I'm not quite there. But, yeah. If you're not real? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you'll get shit on yeah. it. I feel like We went to this, um, I would call I brought it, like, them seance, like, yeah. <laughs> coffee tasting, where, like, the people a there, A coffee like, tasting? Hands behind back. Let me describe it. Let me describe it. All right, real quick, because the people don't want to hear this shit. They want to hear about miles <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Real quick, it's called a coffee cupping. It's a consistent... It was a nice experience. It's a consistent way that people taste uh, different coffees across the, uh, across the world internationally. So, basically, they'll have, like, six little cups of coffee grounds um, spaced out on a table. We You'll go through... Chant. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll go through, you'll kind of smell each one because you're noticing the different aromas between a wash process, a dry process, a Guatemalan, a, oh, you smell. know, Colombian, whatever it is, coffee. 
And then from there, they kind of, it's not really brewing the coffee, but it's kind of steeping it. They pour hot water in there. It's not to, like, really drink it, but just to kind of um, allow it to brew a bit. And then, you know, notice the aroma. So then you'll go around smelling each coffee, noticing now that the water is brewing in it, what does it smell like? Has it changed based off your first uh, reaction to it? And then the last time, after it sits for about, like, 10, 11 minutes, um, and they basically kind of get the grounds that floated to the top off, you go through with a spoon. You taste each one three times. It's not just, like, sipping it you kind of have to like slurp it. And so it's like this, like you get a little bit on a spoon <laughs> and it's like this really loud, like it's yeah. like this really hard, sharp slurp because what you're trying to do is get your retro nasal to really oh connect. Like that grapefruit Because video. you're getting that, uh, <laughs> you're getting like, you know, because your nose is involved a lot with how you smell things is yeah. a lot of times how you yeah, taste. Yeah. So anyway, you go through three yeah. times because specialty coffee will change in flavor as it cools because it's and quality. And I will say, it's interesting. I am giving him shit, but it is interesting because each bag will kind of say like flavor notes and if you almost like you know just picture that you can taste the the notes in each flavor notes are tricky though because sometimes so i'll say quickly on these is like one time one thing is if you see something you're like oh i'm supposed to taste this you're gonna kind of trick yourself and taste it anyway it's best honestly like i try to let myself not look first around and see what am i honest original thoughts before and then read it and then kind of read and say oh i also taste that because a lot of people have different experiences you know what might taste like to you like you're oh this reminds me of my grandma's peach pie or something someone else has no clue what the hell you're talking about right but it's not that it's wrong um another thing is sometimes some roasters will like choose really quirky flavor notes just to kind of get people sold like if they put like oh um, chocolate or marshmallows. They know, like, people yeah. like, yeah. You, know, you guys are just like, oh, that sounds yummy. <laughs> yeah, so they'll buy it, it sounds... and then they'll be like, I don't taste it. You it's know? like protein bars. You see the yeah. picture on the front of the yeah. bar that's like a delicious looking donut, Cake. and then you're like, it's dry. Rocky Road. Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this will be good. A good comparison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like bitter, disgusting yeah. bean juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's enough on coffee. Yeah. What do we read these? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A toast. Uh, Six uh, out of ten. Six? Ooh. Giving it a hard six. Yeah. All right. Um, one more sip. Yeah. Hold on. Mm. Six, four. Six, five. Mm. Oh, wow. I think I said I was a harsh uh, number person last time I was on here. Well, be honest. Be honest. You did, three, he did, he did green 3D, right? Yeah, uh, oh, you didn't and like he didn't green? like it. Oh, we love. No, it. I did not like it. But it wasn't but, like, that great. Don't it's the same Christian thing, kind of like, like what have you said. Have you had all the three Ds? I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Have you had the pina colada? That's someone. No, I think okay. that's probably the only one I have. You have had. to, you have to have it when we have it here mm-hmm. at Iron Bill Drum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a four. No, honestly, I would give this uh, like I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say five just because y'all made me feel it's bad. No, what good. would you say your favorite energy drink? Honest, all nothing. Um, my my favorite one is probably just like a zero. Um, one of the monsters. Yeah, that's wrong with them. They aren't like oh shit, but they're like oh that's good. Yeah, oldie but a good. I mean, so yeah, it's consistent. Like yeah. I mean, like I don't know. This is just like it's good. I would drink it. Like I would buy it if there wasn't any other. You know, but yeah. it's not like oh I need to go get one of these. Yeah, that's that's kind of like <laughs> that's kind of what. I, and then you know, like said yeah. two for four fifty. Like I'm not spending that's three high, on yeah. one. High as fuck. So yeah. I just like base it on all of those different things before I give it. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I give it a four and a half five. Yeah. <laughs> Respectable. I'm a harsh. No, dude. No, that's yeah. fair. I want. Yeah. 
Let brutal. him try a Jocko. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, I've yeah. seen y'all talking bro, about Jocko. Bro, someone posted on uh, their stories when I follow had like two of them, and I wanted to message and be like, bro, you don't actually Throw like that out. shit, you don't do know you? What you're getting but into. since he bought two, I assume they actually do like it. So it's well, like, yeah, or they're just so in love with Jocko that they just like, they're, they're like blindly that's in love. Some yeah, that's a lot. Of, what about, um, have y'all had adrenalines? Uh, we have. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same they're the page. worst bro, energy drink page. ever. Bro. I throw them out. I was going to say the greatest. Bro, adrenaline. So I don't know. Literally uh, gave us. In, I'm gonna shut that you down this time. <laughs> adrenaline literally gave us intestinal pain later yeah. that night, it's, it's and it doesn't taste good. I do find that the ones, the drinks that have like a green tea extract is the caffeine source i don't really like the taste of yeah. you know yeah. what I'm you know it's so about. funny i was driving with this guy at work for a while while this during one has COVID. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um i kept smelling like a weird it smelled like almost like cat urine smell every time you drink the drink and it was a uh, adrenaline act i was like bro you know what's sad what? So I threw up on my story, I think, like, Sunday. Oh, no. Just, like, get people's opinions. I was like, oh, like, what energy drinks What energy drinks, like, do y'all want to see, like, Iron Bill? Because, I mean, we generally know what we want to get, but, you know, we might get some out-of-the-box, like, wants or requests. And someone put adrenaline, and I was like, bro, Brother, I'm about to block you. You have to yeah. block. You don't, <laughs> Yo, you don't know what they're going to do to your gym. Was a lot new. Was that was that request a lot? Yeah, a lot. well, one one girl requested it, and we are, we are getting a case coming um, of Which the going? watermelon wave, like the newer one. Okay. I saw they did like it's a little rebrand with their drink. Yeah. the witch's not, brew, but I don't know if that's that. an energy. That wasn't on the uh, catalog or whatever. But anyway, yeah, so we have a case of Alani new. I want to see how like I say females because very rare are dudes gonna buy that. Not yeah, even that it's like a their, female brand. Yeah. Like, I like them, but it just doesn't have – they're not – that's not who they're targeting. It's you know? a female brand. Yeah, yeah, it's basically a female brand. So we'll see how those sell. I mean, if they do well and, you know, girls like them, we'll get more of them. Um, but we got one case of those, and then we got two cases of uh, Merck Energy. Have you had a lot of those? or? Uh, the, I had a lot of them when we went down for um, – Oh, the Nut Bash? Yeah, the Nut Bash. Yeah. I was yeah. knocking are, them things they're back. Good. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're great. They're good oh, as yeah. Well. yeah. That's crazy. Um. Anyway, so we got two cases of those, and then, uh, or actually three, because yeah. two victories, one mm-hmm. for you. But, I don't um, know about y'all, but uh, whenever there's an energy drink like America or Lani, because I know Lani has like biotin, or America has some other things, I'm always like, this is vitamins. This is yeah. good for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's limitless. Yeah. But, uh, and then we got a few cases of uh, 3D. I feel, like, I feel like we got the blue, the pina colada, the gold, um, and the. Uh, Chrome, which is yeah. like strawberry lemonade, yeah. but anyway, and then we already have like kind of split between the cases. We had the, um, some red, white, and blue ones, and then just blue. Sorry, right. nice, yeah, nice, so a little nice yeah. People, yeah. Enough about energy drinks. Yeah, let's yeah. get to the meat. Yeah. Damn, how much we spent 14 minutes, minutes on uh, coffee, guys. Get, we're we're already through it. Off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Miles, man. So, so last time you were on the show, we talked a little bit. Well, actually, we talked a lot about muscle mileage and what your goals were, your plans were with that. And I think you've already dropped the shirt since, or you dropped the shirt before we did that show, or a few pieces of apparel, I'm sure. I don't really remember exactly all the details about that, but what are some things that you've been doing lately to, uh, I guess, get back to, I guess, muscle mileage? Because I've seen over your stories, you were trying to like revamp a few things, really dial in a few areas that you felt like maybe weren't as good as you'd like to have been. So tell us a little bit about what you've been doing, I guess, over the past year. Honestly, uh, for over the past year, has it been over it's a year? It's probably been a year at least. Close yeah. to it. I honestly wasn't doing anything with it for a little bit just because, I don't know, I just wasn't, I just really I honestly wasn't feeling. Um, 
like where I wanted to go. Because remember when we talked about it, like I was like, I don't know, should I go this route, this route, or yeah. that route? And so I kind of just wanted to sit on it and let like let that just kind of blow over and figure out what I really wanted to do. And then um, I've like obviously in every business, you know, I was investing like a lot of money into it, and I was kind of like at a point where I was like, okay, let me like not try to jump to be like athlete. And let me, like, be a startup brand. You know, yeah. kind of like, honestly, like, with the gym, it's like, let me not buy a thousand pieces of equipment and put myself in debt. And, like, let me, like, actually, like, get what the people want and keep building off what the people want and keep doing it that way. And so, like, I sat there for a while and, like, like before, I think I told you, I just jump into things. I don't, like, plan things out. And so I was like, okay, let me – um let me actually like plan this out. Let me not just say, okay, I want to do this. Let me just do that. Mm -hmm. And so like I sat there and I made me a huge list like over like a period of weeks. And then, um, you know, I was just like, okay, I need to make sure all these things are done. Like whether it's like thank you cards, stickers, like all those things. Like I need to make sure those things are good first before I just like order and just do something. And then like I went back to how, like when I made the first black shirts I made because I sold those out like pretty fast. And, um, uh, like, I just made something that I wanted to wear. And so, like, right now for me, I like wearing, like, little oversized T-shirts. And yeah. I was like, why not, you know, I go back and do what I want to do. I know, like, because at the end of the day, like, anything, I feel like Dude. you want to do what everyone else wants, right? Yeah, exactly. You, like, but at the end of the day, like, too, to be passionate behind it and everything, like, you have to do what you want. And so I was just like, I'm going to do that again. And then, like. So I just, you know, basically just... And I want to touch on something real quick because you mentioned before I forget is uh, <laughs> I like what you said about kind of not trying to jump towards alpha leader, jump yeah. too far and go into debt. And it's not like you shouldn't go into uh, any debt because every business is different. Everyone has yeah. their own kind of finances. But I think that's something that's super important that I had to think about with the gym was like we don't have to have everything to yeah. open. You know, it's like we don't have to have every machine that we want by opening day. Like people yeah. will will love it for what it is and see the growth and see where you're going and be excited when you And they like that things. even more. Like yep. when they can grow with you and yep. see yeah. it like, oh, exactly. I remember when all or nothing was just yeah. this one table Dude. and, you know. And, and I think it's super important with apparel because it's like, like you said, you can't know exactly what everyone wants and there's no way you could, and honestly, it would be stupid to like buy a stupid amount of inventory, spread out so much as far as like your clothes if you don't have that kind of audience yet. Yeah, exactly. And so taking the steps that kind of, you know, ordering an amount or, or diversifying your apparel enough that it kind of matches the size of your audience and then growing with your audience, I think, yeah. is a, a good route. I mean, you want to be probably a step ahead, but, you know, you don't want to be 10 steps ahead mm -hmm. and then just have stuff lying around. Exactly. And I bet it's the same deal with you, Austin. It's kind of like, you know, with buying units or buying products, I mean, it's, you kind of like got to grow with you know your consumer base yeah. you can't yeah. just buy a shit ton and be like well if i buy it people will buy it yeah because we we did that like with one particular product yeah. we ordered over a thousand units and yeah. that thousand units lasted yeah. a long time yeah, I exactly i could have yeah. diversified like you said yeah. into three different products with yeah. that th over a thousand units and yeah. could have probably made a lot more moves and i will say too because <laughs> I, I guess with all of you guys like i know with you brock that you have very high expectations of what you want to deliver for people as yeah. far as the gym and I know that everything's not quite as you want it to be yet, but I will say, like, everyone that's come in here has been kind of floored with what's already been accomplished or, like, what it is like on the inside. And I know with you, Austin, too, that you have, like, goals for flavors, different products you want, but, yeah. you know, with Overcome or other things that you've just recently, 
recently released, like everyone has been loving that kind of yeah. stuff too. Yeah. So I think sometimes, like you said, Miles, like you have these lofty goals, but it's important to remember too, like, you know, enjoy that season of where you're in right now and kind of really like grow that as best you can. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because like I said, at the end of the day, like two things. One, like for example, let's say overcome, right? You could drop that now, but if you would, you could potentially have dropped that 10 years from now, five years from now. And since your audience has grown that much more, it could be that much more of a hit. You know, oh, yeah, like, right. like you can do something. Like, I remember when I was doing, you know, all like um, more so, like I was posting every day. I was doing workout edit videos. I was doing the swipe workouts and everything like that. And like, I'm not saying it didn't do good for me then, but if I, let's say, did it now, it could, it could and could have done better now just because like, Sometimes you don't have that right audience, or sometimes yeah. it's like not the right time, you know. Sometimes yeah. you put in so much work. I mean, Griff and I talk about this a lot because, like, I think you know when <laughs> when he or I, uh, me less less much now just because of this reason. But I know like he'll put in so much work into like a personal workout footage or voiceover yeah. or something. Like we'll spend hours, or you know, like I said, I used to editing this like youtube video that might get like 10 views yeah. and it's like i'm putting in so much work for something that's not giving me a direct profit yeah. and at some point you have to do that to eventually get somewhere like if you just constantly put out shit products people Terrible, aren't yeah. going to see the exactly. future if you don't give them a glimpse of the future right but at the same time though you got to know like where to where to put your time because time is money and if i'm putting in like three hours towards a youtube video that's getting 20 views when i could be putting it towards personal training or my video editing work for clients then it's yeah. like I'm yeah. wasting time. And know? I think, though, that there's, like, there's a necessary balance you have to have with that, though. Because, like you said, like, yeah, it is disappointing sometimes to put in time <coughs> for something that doesn't get the reception that you want or other things like that. But sometimes I am surprised at, even if it didn't get, like, the likes I wanted or something like that, that people will reach out, like, six months later and pay off. Hey, yeah. where was that place that you went when you made that, like, camping video? Or, mm -hmm. like, you know, I really liked that, like, cooking thing that you did or other things like that. So... I think it's like important to remember too that like it was fun to do it and it's like something I'm passionate about yeah. so even if there's not like the direct return that because sometimes the Instagram algorithm I think just favors yeah. certain things over it does. other things yeah. that's so overwhelming for sure booties, you know? yeah. Yeah. So it favors, I need to show more lot. cheeks yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I get on my explore page yeah, yeah. Yeah. cheeks yeah for some reason that's all I see yeah. <laughs> I don't want it though <laughs> <laughs> I hate it yeah. alright no I think I think too though like um, for me, and I feel like a lot of people in general, will look at like, okay, let's say Ghost, right? We'll say Ghost because supplement company. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're, they're respectively big. Yeah, and you see how big they are, and you're like, I have to do that. You know, like, I have to do that to be there. And you're like, I have to do all this right now. And, you know, you don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, like, I remember when I first got into it, I, like, I didn't pay attention to Christian. I ended up finding him, like, years later, but... Like, when vlogging, he really made vlogging, like, kind of cool to yeah. me. And, uh, you know, you see he has the expensive camera and all this. And, like, I'm like, oh, I need this camera to yeah. start vlogging. And until then, I'm not going to vlog. Yeah, and yeah. really, at the end of the day, you're just well, stopping time. your progress yeah. and, yeah, wasting time. And so, like, like I said, same thing with um, – with the clothing is I was like, okay, I know that it was Alibaba, <laughs> like Alibaba, however yeah. you say it. Like, okay, that's where these big companies go through. Like, that's what I need to do. But, like, you don't think about the $100 samples you get every yeah. time you go over yeah. there. And, you know, like, spending the uh, shipping fees, like $500 and all these different things. 
and now you really need to custom that into your price for selling shirt but you're just a beginner and you can't sell a shirt for forty dollars yeah. to make your money back really yeah. because who's gonna buy a forty dollar shirt from nobody from a you know, yeah. not a nobody yeah. but you know someone who isn't up there yeah it would have to be like well thought out and well like exactly well i think uh, that perfectly hits on what uh i rambled on last week was just about and uh to plug iron belt gym's kind of thing he's like do more and like do something and i think that's something i even heard in like a podcast recently i was listening to a old joe rogan one was just about like always trying to do something even if you're not ready if you don't have the camera if you don't feel like you know uh you have the the money to go big on a label or a product Mm. or whatever it is you know at least attempting to do something will get you further so that when you do get that expensive camera you've built a bigger audience you're familiar with editing the video you know your style you know these different things but if you're just sitting on your hands and waiting until that moment and waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect time oh when i have this amount of money i'll start the business oh when i have this exactly you're never going to do anything and so many people do that and it's just disappointing to see and then you know it's just like they just sit back and they go well they only did that because this or it must be nice you know then they wonder like oh why yeah. isn't it happening yet? Yeah, you know? but I, I, I'm, I've been a victim to that. Everybody yeah. has. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know, you hit that point, and I still, to this day, I probably overlook some things where I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that, or oh, we're not ready for that. When it's like, why don't I just do it, or at least try? It? You don't, you don't know till you try. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think one of the biggest things for me with just failing in general is I'd rather fail like a bunch because then I know, okay, I can't do this next time. Like I can't, I shouldn't do this next time instead of me, you know, like I said, sitting on my hands because I don't want to make a mistake and then I never get anywhere. And whether you fail and go back, reset, like one, you can always redo it. You know what I mean? I think it's a huge thing for you now. And I love that you're like already thinking that way. It's like not saying you don't have a lot of funding now or anything like that, but like in a smaller stage in your company, like, making the failures now so they aren't a year from now when you actually got some change in your you know account you drop in a ten thousand dollar order you're fucking ruining that order and that order is just shit because you didn't make that failure at yeah exactly five hundred dollar order and learn from that you know like for example when gym flow we did get a pretty hefty loan when we first started off our main manufacturing of our products we made a ton of mistakes because it was like free money we were just like oh fuck it let's do it let's do it let's do it (laughs) we didn't make a bunch of like failures before that to learn not to do some of these things so you know, we live and you learn, but hopefully you make those mistakes earlier or try yeah. to make those failures to learn how to navigate through those yeses and nos and fuck that type yeah. deals, you know, yeah. those decisions. Well, yeah, I got a question for you. all So how, how do you all feel about like, so for me doing it, like at some points, like I felt like, man, maybe muscle mileage isn't good. And like, maybe I should like put this to rest, you know, and like. Because I feel like there's a certain time in some business endeavors you hear about, like especially like big entrepreneurs. Yeah, like I've I've started multiple businesses, blah blah, blah and they fail. Like, like at what point do you decide that yeah. this isn't working? You know what I mean? Like, like what point do you say, okay, this isn't my niche. Like, this isn't my thing. Like, yeah. I need to try something else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get, I I got in that point, and I'm like, man, yeah. should, should, I don't like, know. I think it's different for everyone. Yeah, me too. Um, I think you probably had more more thought with this in time because, you know, obviously the gym's somewhat newer. But, I mean, the gym's been in planning for, like, two or three years, and it is one thing that I'm bouncing back and forth of, like, you know, for all the money and time that goes into it, is it even worth it? And um, Or, you know, if, if this doesn't work out, like, what's kind of like that plan B? And, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, you know, at the end of the day, we've touched on a little bit in different aspects, is it has to be a passion thing, you know? Yeah. And, like, with the gym – Fortunately, with the the money saved and the way it's going to be kind of funded and handled is 
it's not going to be like a major money maker. So I don't feel the pressure to yeah. to sell out in some ways to um, to slack off in some ways, like or you know to just accept anything and everything. I can really make sure the culture is how it should be. Yeah. That we're not just you know uh, taking in all soccer moms and taking in this and that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not excluding just to bring people, money. Yeah. but I'm not marketing to everyone. It's like my dad uh, mentioned, or like my mom was like, hey, like. You know, Stacy or whoever was like wondering if, like, you know, y'all would uh, have like yoga class or she could teach her yoga class. And I'm like, no, because yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's not that I'm against that. There's a market for that. We're not that gym. exactly. No, and it's important. like, and it's like if you cater to everyone in the beginning, you screw up your gym culture. Now people think of us as this, or they think of of us as that. Yep. And that's the the biggest pressure I've had with the place is. I want the right impression to people. I want yeah. people to come to Iron Milk Gym and, and see it right. as like, and I'm feel here. it and yeah. feel feel the um, feel the discipline, feel hard work, feel excited, feel the community, feel like the culture that we're, we're we've already, in my opinion, built here, and you know what everyone else will be able to kind of tag along and be a part of here. And I think uh, you know to round it back to where the question was because yeah. I feel like I'm rambling at this point is like it has to be like you know something you're passionate about and I think I think you'll know or you're, you'll you'll continue to push towards that company and push towards that goal and then if it if it really isn't just working out I think if you're passionate enough you'll find a way to make it work and yeah. I think if, if it if it really just isn't a thing then you'll know soon enough that like eh, I just don't know anything yeah. about this or it's not a good a business idea Going off of that, though, is that ever conflicting for you as far as, like, maybe the yoga class is a little bit extreme, but, like, to know that that could be customer or, like, something maybe that would fall into money that you're now missing out on or turning down? Yeah. Or, like, I know that we talked about this the other day, Austin, but, like, with clients or something like that, if it's outside of a time that you feel like you would normally want to train in or work in, are you... Because I used to do that a lot of like, you know, some people would be like, hey, can you have this person? She's at 4.30 in the morning. And I'd be like, you know, I need the money, but like that's, I'm already like staying up until midnight working on schoolwork when I get home from work. And so it's sometimes a conflicting thing or like with product, do you ever feel like that to where, you know, you might want to do something that would be an easy like moneymaker, but it's not really in your vision with what you want the company to be. For sure. I definitely feel that way. And it's, and like the relationship, I guess, from the gym and personal training is like the gym, obviously you and your head have already committed to knowing that it's not, you're not in it to make a profit. I mean, obviously you want to break even and like everything be covered, but like, it's not like going to be your income. So for me, training, that is my income. So it's like, I'm going to do for that, in that case, I'm going to do everything I got to do, yeah. whether it's less sleep, more energy drinks, double coffee, <laughs> yeah. double folders. Well, I guess my like thing rolling, is uh, specifically with the gym. I mean, first and foremost, it's it's you got to have your money straight, and then yeah. you can have the luxury that is yeah. picking and choosing sure. your jobs and your gigs. Right. And so I'm at the point, and I feel like you are in a way with gym flow to where it's like you don't have to be. Um, cater to everyone and everything no. so like yeah. I can be picky and choosy about who I take because I'd rather have 20 less members in the gym be what I want yeah. versus it turn into something that I'm not even excited about that I come here and I'm like this isn't what I thought it was going to yeah. be yeah. and I hate that and then you know you, you just don't want to like you said like you know if, if, if training that person at 4am might get you an extra 80 100 bucks a week 
but you hate it, you're hating every Monday morning, it's just not worth yeah. it. You want to do something you're excited about, yeah. and then all that time and money you put into, like, I put into this gym, if it turns into something that, that I don't even, I'm not excited to lift here, then it's just wasted. Yeah. You know? yeah. I will say it's, it's better knowing that, like, for me at least, in my scenario, everything I have is under one roof. So, like, my office is right down the, the hallway from the gym. So when I'm training people here that early, I mean, I am technically where i'm gonna be anyways yeah. that day yeah. so i mean it still is draining some days where you're here for 12 or 13 14 hours but we've had this. now it that you is. got the shelves up perfect room yeah. for an air mattress that's right <laughs> no, this g fuel's got me rolling i don't know yeah. about y'all no, I feel i'm like, like halfway I'm, in I'm and i'm two thirds i feel like i need to do some deadlifts fired up yeah. um but yeah i wanted to chime in on what you thought about like failure and like when to call it quits type thing there's plenty of times where I definitely thought to myself, you know, it's time to, like, go ahead and just sell everything off and just Wrap get out up. of debt, blah, blah, blah. But if it's all you think about, it's passion, you know, it's all you think about all the time. Like, it's always on your mind. You're excited to, to try and do what's next, even though thing, the cards are against you type of dealing. But you're excited to take that next step and figure out how to get out of it type deal. I think it's meant to be. But at the end of the day, though... It's also it needs to have some type of return. So if it's at least yeah. not paying for itself, or you, like that that line, that neutral line, it, yeah. it at least needs to be tilted up a little bit, like however so slightly. As long as it's tilted up, or at least breaking even. I mean, at least you got a good hobby. But like, it needs to be at least tilted up for it to be like worthy. I guess in my mind. But if it's you know if it's something that you're negatively thinking about, like you're like man, fuck this, oh, yeah. uh, blah blah yeah. blah, <laughs> don't want to get up, don't want to move. But like. As long as you have that little spark every now and then that's like, man, I'm excited to take that next move to see how I can get out of this scenario or see how we can level up next week or next month, whatever. I don't know. I think it's meant to be, and hopefully you continue pushing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the break-even line is really, honestly, I don't want to say for me what, what should matter the most, but, I mean, you think about it. Like, if all of us wanted to play in the NBA, right, yeah. you can be passionate about wanting to play in the yeah. NBA, but the chances of us playing the NBA ever – are not you know what I'm saying like yeah. like you know what I'm saying so like sometimes I look at it that way I'm like some people get delusional They're, think about all the people like let's say move to California oh, yeah. and are like man like I, I know I'm gonna be a rapper I'm gonna be an actor or whatever and now you see him like under the bridge like on heroin you know what I'm well, saying that, that's a, a mindset people, there's a lot of people that you know, they expect they're going to make millions. Yeah, but you got to expect a normal life. Not everyone's meant to be, you know, exactly. a millionaire. Not everyone's meant to be a small a year is cool too. You yeah. know, the reason I didn't say anything about the gym so long was because I I don't want to be the guy, and we all know a shit ton of them over the years that are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I've, I've always wanted to open a gym, or I'm gonna yeah. open up a gym, or me and my boys are thinking about opening up a gym. Three years later. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And it's like I just wanted to, to be about it before I talked about it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing like people do is it's so easy now with Instagram to like, you know, to start a business, start a company. And I think that provides a lot of opportunity because it really allows people to be more creative and more businesses to, to boom and grow. Yeah. But you do have a lot of this kind of false sense of reality that you're kinda of talking about where people think if I build it, they'll come. If I if I start this business, oh well, people are gonna buy it. Well, but it's you know. I feel like arguing that is like so for me doing a show last year. Like if I didn't put it on Instagram, I ain't gonna lie. Like that made me work so, like a lot yeah. harder. You know There's what I'm saying? That. So There's like that. it was kind of like, man, yeah. if I don't get this, like people are expecting me to win. Yeah. And I'm like, if I don't go do all my 30, 45, however long cardio I'm doing. 
like, well, not only am I cheating myself, and that's what I like, had to come down to is like, it's for myself. And deep down, that was the inner passion that really drove you. I'm sure Instagram was a little bit of pressure, but you wouldn't, I mean. You kind of I mean, need that I, social contract with, yeah. with people to where it's like, you say, oh, I'm going to, I'm not going to have any more diet or sweets. You know, I'm, I'm doing yeah. the show. Like, the big one for a lot of people is saying they're going to do a show. I know yeah. for me, it was big. I say, I'm doing this OCB show, whatever. This is the date. And I know that if I don't, if I show up looking like a Teletubby, yeah. people are going to laugh at me. Uh, and that was my biggest yeah, thing. Is I was like, people are probably thinking, oh, he doesn't have a coach. Oh, he's just whatever. That, oh, he's going to look like shit or whatever. And that was my biggest me. motivation was I'm like, like yeah, right. I'm doing this so the people that are like waiting for me to look oh, stupid saying. on stage, like I can just look at them and, and watch their face, you know, troop. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I want. So. Yeah. And I think, too, going off what you said, Miles, like I think that you already have to be that kind of person and then – posting about it will just kind of solidify that a little bit more because yeah. how many times have you seen like people post day one day one of like do gonna do this and it's like they want that kind of praise or reward yeah for what they're going to do but they haven't done it yet. well i feel like that's just most of instagram in general yeah. you know like because it's just cool right now to be whether it's a fitness influencer, you know, and yeah. or, or throw up entrepreneur in your bio yeah. or CEO. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it can you can easily build hype around that, and like then you're chasing that hype because like, I mean, unless you're doing action and like actually creating something, like the, it's always like a never ending like chase for that adrenaline shot of like, yeah. oh, then what's what should I post next to get some next some more hype, you know? Uh, and it goes for everybody, like a ton of people. Yeah. Well, no one in no, I mean not well, not no one in particularly, but. I mean, there are some that do it more than others. But. So, so do you all believe in like manifestation, like speaking to existence? Like, no, uh, I do with work. I think with um, action. Yeah, I think well, of course it's got to have action. But I think I think visualizing something and uh, speaking it into existence is very real. And the fact that not just saying the words will get you there, but I think saying the words get your mind on it, reminds you of it, motivates you to do yeah. it, and that leads to action, and that leads to actually getting things done. I think a big thing is just taking those, you know, people have a big goal and they don't, you know, you touched on it really early. It was about making a plan because yeah. I think people yeah. just don't have a plan and it doesn't have to be A to B. It can be A to B to C to D and, you know, so forth until you get to G, F, whatever it yeah. is. You know, it, it, it doesn't have to be overnight. It's, it's very small steps. It's saving up and then, you know, tackling the things. I mean, the gym was so many steps that – you know, I I had a lot of things. The, the equipment's easy to buy and find, yeah. relatively. Like as far as like you know, stroking the check, doing whatever, saving the money. It's just a time thing or, yeah. or, or money thing. But as far as you know, getting your 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 legal documents in place, um, little things. And there's so many steps that you don't even know about yeah. with the gym. As far as like you know, an AED. Like we had so many stupid issues with getting the AED, and then. Um, getting you know checked in with like the Department of Agriculture is what deals with Virginia health clubs and then you know uh, little things you don't think you have to buy as far as like trash cans and and uh, you know spick and span or like uh, decals or all these little things that you you know you expect but then you don't expect it to be this expensive or this yeah. or that there's so many unexpected unexpected things that come up um, so I think that there's merit to like speaking something into existence, but I almost think that you have to be slightly obsessive with it or like create at least like a dichotomy in your head of like decisions that you make throughout the day. Are they going to take you closer or further away from whatever you speak into existence? Because right, right. like I could say, oh yeah, well, I'm going to do a show next year or like I'm going to do this or get to 200 or like do this, this and that. But 
you know, that tapers down over time. Even we had like a little competition amongst ourselves initially to kind of get ready for opening day. And that kind of petered out about three or four weeks in, we all yeah. started doing our own program again. And yeah. like, I think with certain things, like we can, we can always say that we're going to do something. And I just think that sometimes you almost have to like tip the scale a little bit more into like being obsessive and yeah, visualizing passionate. it, writing it down, breaking it down into goals and like sub goals and other things like that to kind of focus on it more versus just, you know, saying, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And it then an figuring out the next thing you're going to do. Because I don't know about y'all, but I kind of ride the wave sometimes of, like, I get very hooked on something, and then, like, a month later, it's, like, something slightly different. Or, like, yeah. me and Brock had gotten into, like, shooting, and then that went away. <laughs> and, like, Maybe I've it's gotten kind of expensive. into, yeah, <laughs> like, camping or, like, cooking or playing guitar. And, like, I'm obsessive about that for, like three, four weeks and then kind of become indifferent to it and find something else and maybe return to it at some point yeah. down the line. But I think a lot of times, like, I don't know, you can get kind of whenever you initially get interested in something or maybe like whether it be YouTube or, you know, a show or something like that, you have an idea of like, you know, that would be awesome. And then as soon as you kind of taste a little bit of difficulty, it's like, Mm, not so awesome right? yeah. and Other that's how you realize like, that. like that's maybe like that's something that you know is a hobby and not mm -hmm. something you should pursue yeah, yeah. For most i mean like intently as like a lifelong career whatever but when i mentioned i don't agree or believe in speaking into existence i guess i i abruptly like didn't think that through i do i do believe and you are what you think like if you're thinking about it like if, you're, if i'm thinking about work all day i'm gonna I, I'm going to be a lot more productive yeah. if I'm thinking about chasing pussy or other shit Ooh. throughout the day. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm going to get sidetracked <laughs> and I'm not going to get shit done. And I'm never, you know, whatever, doesn't matter what you speak about. It's what you think about. Yeah. You know, well, it's yeah. what your thoughts are. Yeah. And I think you said it earlier too. It's like, and like he kind of said is if you're not really passionate about it, it's like, like what is that deep rooted reason why you say you want to do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if there's something that you really want to do, then it's not going to fade out, you know, like it's, it's just an idea. You might've accidentally been subconsciously attracted to it from Instagram or seeing someone that you look up to do it or something like that. And I think that's like what happens with a lot of people, even like for com competing for me, I'm going to compete next year, but I don't like competing at all. Me neither. I yeah. literally like, I think, I, I think it's terrible. I like the sport. I like watching it and stuff, but like, I don't ever think that it's worth it to get on there and judge myself against other people because I mean, you can look the best one here, but you go somewhere else, you're not going to look yeah. the best. And and then not only that, but once you get to a pro level, like they all look the same. It's like really, yeah. who do I like more as a person? Yeah. And so true. like, but I do it because honestly, one, it's good marketing, mm -hmm. and two, it kind of like also makes me. It works on my like um, like self control and like dedication, like yeah. you know, part of it. But other than that, I hate it. Like I it's the stupidest thing. <laughs> you and me both probably feel the same way about it because I don't like the actual stage competition part. Yeah. But the discipline of pushing yourself every day for that 14, 16, mm -hmm. 12 weeks. Yeah. Like that's what I do enjoy because you really dial yourself in. Like you get like tunnel vision. You feel intent about every day, making sure you're eating the right amount of yeah. calories, doing the right amount of cardio, training, whatever. Yeah. I when I back when I did that show, I remember I was like, man, I need to more, do more transformation challenges like I did, or like more like goals like that. 
physically yeah because it did dial my mindset because everything else on the other end was like dialed in that i sort of transferred over into other aspects of my yeah. life you know yeah it feels good yeah i, th- I thought about getting a coach actually because like i said like for me right now i suck at bulking like i hate like i don't want to yeah. eat i don't feel like eating you, like, should, you could be like an easy 200 like how, how heavy are you now i don't know one, nah, 180 I'm probably, I'm, I'm I'm probably like, over there. Oh, yeah, we do. I'm probably literally like anywhere from 215 to 220. Man, you, I feel like you could easily just be like 230, 240. No, I, I should, but that's the thing. Like I said, I don't like eating. And, and at the end of the day, like oil. going back to like the passion thing is like I'm I don't like I'm not egotistical to the point where I feel like I need to look like the biggest one here. And I feel like when it really comes down to it, that's what it gets to. Because, like, at the end of the day, what's the real point of me being unhealthy, like, big? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I need to, whether it's get on steroids or SARMs or whatever, and be this big to just walk around or, like, do that? And I don't care about that. Like, It don't matter when it comes to girls. Some girls think it's nasty. It doesn't doesn't save you money. (laughs) Like, there's no real benefit to it besides, like – ego you know yeah i I will say though um not necessarily related to competing but i've been thinking a lot lately of i've been listening to this like there's this golden era like podcast and uh it's kind of a bizarre feeling to me to sometimes listen to these interviews with these people or as more and more people from that era are passing away like they do tribute you know uh podcasts about them but it is so weird to hear some of these guys talk and be like, you know, you blink and they're like 70 now. And these are like kind of the greats of bodybuilding back then. And it's weird to just think that like, you know, that time has passed for them now. But like they made a name for themselves or kind of like live vicariously seizing on that potential and passion back then. And it makes me think about like, you know, I'm 25 now, but I already feel like you know, I was just in high school a couple of years ago, and already seven years have passed. So, like, eventually I'm going to be, you know, 70 and be like, where, yeah. where did it all go? So I want to make sure I'm taking advantage of every day. And gotcha. that might not necessarily be, like, crazy dieting or this or that, but at least, like, giving my all into what I'm doing during the day. Living passion. Because yeah. you can always be living in the future of, like, okay, well, we just dropped this product, and, like, what's the next one on the horizon? But I think that, like, you know, just making sure every day – because really – you live in the day to day. Like yeah. you can visualize a year yeah. from now or this or that or think back on mistakes you made or maybe money related stuff, but really like how can you kinda of take advantage of every day and enjoy every day as well. Kind of be passionate about that and right. give your all into what you're doing too. No, I agree. I agree. So um with uh we definitely veered off a little bit. <laughs> Getting back to like muscle mileage and some of your goals that you have, not only for that but for yourself. You know, I guess you were you're talking about I guess keeping things smaller structure wise for now, focusing on the community that you already have, creating things that they would want, and obviously that you would want. Yeah. But like moving forward, do you have things of like, you know, I guess how to scale that or like, and do you have any, I guess, strategies that you have in plan or anything you'd like to I talk about? I have a question I want to add on yeah. to that question, which is basically like, it's kind of similar to what I think you were asking is like, what do you feel like you were doing before that you're changing? And what are you doing now? Like, yeah. you know what I mean, too? I was clear. shooting in the dark. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, honestly, like I said, I'm, I'm not a – one thing that I like respect about you, Brock, and I'm sure you guys do it too, but, like, honestly, like, it's, you know, noticeable from even just listening to the podcast and stuff is, 
like you're you're very well calculated you know and so like i'm not very well calculated like i'm the exact opposite you know like i want to do something i think we talked about this last time like if there's something i want to do i'm not going to think about how i should do it I'm just going to go do it. I didn't look and see about the podcast mm-hmm. setup when I bought a $300 setup. I just bought it because I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do it. And I'm like, you know, I find out that it doesn't work. So I think like my only like strategies are is like, not only, but like I'm planning kind of like I'm planning, <coughs> I want to plan like three launches from now, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, so instead of me just saying, okay, I'm going to worry about this. Like I'm, I wanted to get that done first. And like, I'm already working on the other ones. So when that time comes around, I'm not just like, all right, um, here, you know, like, because I, I messed up, I did um, a gray crop and I didn't even have them in when the Corona actually hit, but I ordered from China and they literally pushed it back and back. And I already set a release day. I already did this and that and that. And like, obviously, you know, it, it pushes so far back and I did a pre-order on it and it just, it just went bad. And, and I felt like, yeah. I learned that I have to care about the small things. I, that's not who I am as a person, but if I don't care about the small things, one is going to dampen my brand and who I am because then it shows like, oh, like what, what's going on here? Yeah, you didn't have a shit together. What, like, yeah, exactly. Going? And uh, that's the biggest thing that like I'm focused on now. Like I said, I have a to-do list. I have a what my goal is. I literally have like mission statement. Like I have everything, and I kind of look at that like every day. Like I focus on like the tiniest things you know to to be calculated because i'm not calculated like yeah i have a tough time too but which i'm grateful like you said to be around brock that is very like planned out organized for the most part you know and uh it's been definitely rubbing off and or forcing it off onto me (laughs) which is needed i'm I'm one of the i'm hard i'm stubborn as shit and i'm i can be set in my own ways on some things and uh I realize how much things have changed just by writing a few goals down per month. You know, it it does change your mindset. And I think it's different too. And I know we've talked about this, but like you've been kind of, you know, going by the seat of your pants and being on your own for so long that it's probably a different feeling, but also good in a way too to have, you know, someone nearby all the time that wants the best for you. And is also like going to kind of make you uncomfortable or push you in the right direction and do things that you weren't doing before. Well, it's kind of like, I mentioned this, but it's funny the other day when we were talking about, you know, future products, we're comparing different, like uh, we're looking at, you know, different brands and things like that and brainstorming for the future. And uh, Maddie overheard us talking and she was like, you know, you keep saying like, our brand like it's your company and you know, Austin may not like that and I was like he knows that you know we all know it's, it's his his company yeah. but I was trying to explain to that it's like he knows that I'm just using it as a term of one I feel super involved and feel like I'm a part of the company whether there's legal ownership and I do or not. the same with the gym yeah, yeah. exactly you know, when I'm talking to clients two, oh, the gym yeah oh, and gym. I think it's just about knowing that we each want the best for each other and that you know we do feel comfortable enough to give our honest opinion because if I am like holding back because I'm or 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 you're very uh, standoffish or, or defensive over the brand and not allowing any kind of other thoughts, I think, you know, it just doesn't allow for growth. Yeah. It doesn't allow yeah. for yeah. Um, creativity. I and think so. that's so important, too, because even just, like, because I, uh, like I was doing for COVID the monthly, like, meetups for, like, the team and stuff, and I'd say our things because you, like, obviously he's done a good job because if you feel so involved that you can say our, like, he yeah. he's doing his job as, as making it, um something to like yeah exactly and i think that's like good i think it's important because i know for me personally my brother he's the he's the more calculated person i go to him and i'll say yeah i want to do this and he'll be like uh you should probably do this first i'm like Mm -hmm. 
how did I not think of that? And so I think uh, what you guys have, and I listened to the last podcast and stuff, so you guys kind of talked about it. But to be able to give honest, blunt opinions, and not only that, bring different things to the table. Because, like, I told my brother, um, you know, like, I feel like I'm the visionary, and he's the person to, like, kind of clean up that, like, just paint on the wall, you know? And so I think, I'm sure, like, because, Griffin, I know you, but I don't know you that well to know, but I can just tell from, like, you know, listening, um, and I know him a little bit more of what exactly, like I said, like, I'm sure you all got, you guys all bring something different to the table. And you said it last podcast about the, um, you know, you are good at editing. He's good at filming. And, you know, so like I said, yeah, I, I think it's, our own exactly. Process, and I think yeah. it's so great that like you guys can do that. I think yeah. it's important. And I think too, I, I'm sure you have this within muscle mileage too, miles, but like one thing that I'm very grateful for between us is like, I've known Austin for a few years and through ups and through downs and I've known Brock for a little bit less time but through some fairly ups and downs as far as just the journey of building the gym but I think it's such a great feeling to know that like you have a strong group around you to where like I my ultimate goal like I don't want to use Austin to like boost myself if that makes sense like my ultimate goal is to like help Austin grow to the point that he wants to do whatever that may be and same with Brock like you know we all can work within each other to like grow the different things that we want to do but it's not like you know I'm going to try to like take advantage of you yeah to be able to like put myself to a higher level yeah. I thought it was an engagement group right here yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah it's, wait it's <laughs> so. funny because because uh me and Renzo you know we work together and uh I say this to him all the time like we use each other yeah. but it's for, it's not like the you know the term when you say use you think of it yeah. negative negatively but like we use each other and we push each other to get like you know I think of things that he can do to help you know grow yeah. his brand and he does the same for me and I think uh the biggest part that I can tell, like I said, with you three guys is the, the like, uh, being sincere and being genuine to each other. And a lot of times you, you try to do that and you have people that you might let in or whatever, and they're not really genuine. They have an alter, you know, ill intentions behind, not maybe even ill, but just it's for themselves. And I think yeah. you can tell, like I said, with you guys, and that's why I'm so selective with who I really surround myself with, like on a day-to-day basis, because people most of the times nine times out of ten unfortunately have those oh if i'm cool with rock i can yeah. work out as a gym for free yeah. or if i'm cool with austin you we know, talked about even, that before it, yeah we talked about that before whereas uh, i was telling austin i was like i hope some of these like old kids that i do from high school will come in here and, like they're like oh i'm excited to lift it, and i'm rock? like yeah you finally made yeah it. And they awesome, like come brother. up give me a hug and they're like you know i'm like oh so you're gonna pay the day pass and like Oh, but it's gonna like, happen. You know, it's like thing with you too. Oh, this is a you know this is a business, right? Have <laughs> you, know? you um have you noticed at all? Not to like turn it more as negative, but like when you first started your thing, that maybe people were like indifferent or talking down. But then once you started to pick up more, or get more notoriety, like people pretended to be more of your friend, or like they always knew you or anything like I that. I feel like not with like muscle mileage, but um, I feel at one point, especially where I can just think on top of my head, like. A long time, a long time ago, uh, I used to take. I used to work out with a lot of different people, and like I would take a selfie, and I don't know why they. You know, I only got five thousand followers, probably like three thousand at that time, but like they 
went to work out with me to be on my story. And, like, they would literally be like, yeah, I can't wait to take, you know, the picture with you. And I'm just like, it, it would rub me the wrong way because yeah. even though, like, I don't really have, like, a, you know, a million follower account, I just always felt like I could just tell the difference off of the yeah. jump of why they wanted to work out with me because they would say things like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I know you're all, like, Instagram fan. I don't know what you but, yeah. like, people would yeah. just say those weird comments. Which you tagged yeah. me in the last yeah. one, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Are, are we going to take too. the selfie? Are we going to take the <laughs> selfie? You know I'm what like, I hate no. to see is, uh, one thing I'll quickly say is, like, I have a very good memory. So, you know, people that have, have wronged me or are, uh, been ig- ignore- or ignorant in the past, I don't forget. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then, two, is I feel like I noticed that to an extreme with this guy because people in the past have probably wanted to work out with him strictly just to get him to film them or take photos exactly no it, yeah. yeah and it's abuse it's like, it's I hate that. You work it's, out. hey you're bringing your camera right yeah <laughs> no seriously like <laughs> it happens to Renzo and Renzo's such a nice guy yeah. I have to literally be like Hey, I'm I'm sorry to let you know this, but they're trying. They're they yeah. want you to take pictures of them, yeah. like, yeah. and and that's the thing. Even like that, uh, I love the relationship that I have with Renzo is because, um, you know, he just became a full time, and you know, we were working together, and I'm like, yo, I don't, I, I have my own camera, like, you need to focus on yourself. Yeah. I'm not gonna ask you to come take pictures of me when I know that, like, one, like. I'm not in a financial position to pay for it right now. And yeah. I don't, you know, this is your business. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, man, um, I know you have shoots to do today. Well, can you take pictures of me? And so, like, I think at the same time, like I said, with you three guys, I'm sure you have that own, whether you're working together or not, like, you know, respect there's for a each threshold. other. Yeah. yeah, like, there's sometimes we'll ask group, and, hey, do you mind taking a few photos exactly. real quick? But if I know that I'm taking, like, you know, he's got a busy day, he's got things on his plate, or I'm doing it constantly, yeah. then I need to give him some financial like, compensation for that right. work because we don't want to abuse each other. But at the same time, like, you know, like you mentioned before, we all kind of contribute to each other in non-financial ways that it almost kind of, you know, we don't need to constantly be paying each other for every service yeah, that know, we have. You know the difference between yeah, taking advantage exactly. or not. Like we, I said, if personally I personally know the difference. If I needed Renzo to come take a picture for me, he would do it and I would ask him. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know, I don't need him to come take picture of me when, you know, he's got other shoots. He's got to edit, do all yeah, these things. That's just like, a yeah. in a friendship. It would, it would be, yeah, yeah it would be selfish of me to be like, man, like, we used to take pictures every day or every, you know, this day or whatever. And now, you know, you can't. Like, that would be just yeah. very – you know, yeah, selfish sure. of me. And so I think, like I said, you three guys, I mean, it might just be the chemistry on the podcast, but obviously you guys are working it's together tightly. Yeah. Right. It's all the same. Very <laughs> right. Yeah. But you guys, you know, like I said, you bring th- different together. things yeah. to the table, and I think that's, like, healthy, and yeah. you guys use each other, but it's not the negatively, like, term used. Like, you guys use yeah. each other because at the end of the day, do you want to be friends with a loser? You know, yeah, like, man. I mean, really, because they're going to... Well, I like what you said about, um, you know, keeping your circle small because I think that's one thing that people are afraid to do because you don't yeah. want to hurt feelings or, you yeah. know, everyone wants to be, like, widely, uh, not necessarily loved, but, you know, widely liked or, yeah. or you know, in a, in a positive mind. But I think, you know, one thing that you have to realize, especially if you want to be successful or do something special, is... Um, you have to be okay not being liked by a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And I think you just have to choose your battles and choose your fights. And it doesn't mean be a dick to everyone. Right. But it just means you can't just uh, allow these fake people or these people that hop on, you know, a certain opportunity and, like you said, like, use you. You can't allow people to use you like that because they're just draining from your energy, your time, yeah. your day, whatever it is. So. Yeah. And I think even just uh, with the gym and even muscle mileage and even uh, gym flow and stuff or even just training or uh, the work you do. Yeah. yeah is I think there's nothing wrong with being, like, 
you know, because when I first made the um, tapered shirt, and they're like, well, I'm, you know, fat people can't fit, wear this. Well, I'm like, sorry, this isn't for fat people. When it yeah. is, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be rude to you, but, like, if you want to wear this shirt and buy it, lose weight. Like, well, and it's yeah. not any disrespect. It's just. Hang it up and use it. You can't cater to everyone. You can't cater to everyone. And the more you try to cater to everyone, like, I actually learned that, like, with my um, just uh, page in general, you know, like, I was skinny. And I put on muscle. I wasn't fat and lost weight. So for me to try to be so widely like, you know, hey, um, and not really say, hey, skinny people, you know, this is how you gain weight. You know, it kind of takes away from people passionately like gearing towards you. The same thing with the gym and building that culture is if you go for everyone, it's just going to be a for everyone thing. Yeah, it's I not don't hate a, Olympic lifters, but we don't. That's not really what. I mean, you can try and do it here, but yeah. the platforms aren't really the right size for that. Exactly. Powerlifting, yeah, you can kind of do it, but we're not a powerlifting gym. We don't yeah. have every little thing that maybe like the weight yeah. room or something else does. So you just yeah. got to know that up front. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. we uh, have any questions? Because I have some questions. I, I did not. For Miles. Okay. Um, so I'll try to just pick oh, some of the best. From Hand here. sweating. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're on the hot seat now. I'm shaking from the oh, energy no. drink. Or hot yeah. Seat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where were you on the night of? This is I was going to ask, okay, first one is, you go to Alpha Lead a lot. Yeah. Is that more so like a motivation booster like the Arnold is, or is that more of like a business trip, or is that just kind of? Um, it's, I say it's, I say it's both like, I, like we talked about last time, um, going there honestly is obviously really motivating, even just seeing, so it's funny because the, I dropped a yellow shirt and a black crop and I rushed it honestly, because after the show I was like, I wasn't really messing with muscle mileage and one at that point I was spending like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I don't even know how much I've spent on just alphalete clothing. And I remember seeing this kid walk in with a dark sport hoodie on. And I was like, dang, like, you know, that brand's out, like out here, you know. Because it was kind of like, I don't know if it was new. What's, is dark sport? It's it's person? really a competition kind of. Yeah. The only one I know who wears it is I saw like a Raj uh, Rabar recently wear it's a bodybuilder. Okay. It, it's it's really like a bodybuilding gotcha. kind of like. But anyways, I was like, you know, like it just, I don't know, something sparked. And um, I was like, man, like I need to do this. Or even like when I go to California and I see, you know, whether it's go to Bradley Martin's gym or um, the Mecca or whatever, it kind of just, like, I need to work harder because one thing my dad's always told me, like, when I was playing basketball and I was supposed to go to college, like, he was like, Miles, like, you're good here, but there's millions of other kids that are working hard and that are better than you. Like, you can't just, you know, kind of chill and know you're good here. And so going to these places kind of, like, is, like, a reminder for me. Yeah. And not only that, but it's a good networking thing for me because whether I go up to them and speak to them yeah. or it's just a familiar face to the point where, you know, Instagram now, you can just go find them, search the gym, and, you know. So I think uh, business, marketing, like, and motivation all at the same time. And that is interesting way. that you mentioned that because I do feel like when I've gone to the Arnold in the past, and especially, like, first getting into lifting, like – as a motivational tool or something, you kind of become like you have your place in Richmond and you have your place yeah. like in the kind of fitness community here. But there's like something somewhat humbling about going somewhere else like that and seeing like, oh, there's like all sorts of other communities around the country that are like bigger, smaller as far as people yeah. go. But it's also like you feel like, oh, like I still like feel like I can like fit in here too almost. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a weird like makes you feel smaller, but also like more important in a sense too it's a weird feeling yeah um 
one thing I want to touch uh-huh. on while you look up the questions. One thing that, uh, not to hop on like you know my gym, but comparing it to like you know like Christian right now is building something so insane, right? With like Alpha Land, and it's funny like seeing like as we were doing some constructive things. I was kind of looking back at his old videos, right, when he first yeah. had his little spot and everything, and um, it just really. I think going to places like um, Alpha Lead and eventually Alpha Land is it kind of really just shows you like to an extreme, but what is really possible? Like, does this mean okay, I'm also opening up a gym at 20? Does that mean I'm going to have Alpha Land in four or five years? No, but it means that like there are next steps and that things are possible for you if you take the right steps, you put in the work, and that you know I think. Christian's a good example of someone who hasn't set his expectations low. He's really set them to yeah. the stars and beyond and continue to work for more and realize, like you said, that there's a lot of good people. There's a lot of business owners. There's a lot of gym owners. But what are you going to do to make yourself you know, extra special? Yeah. And that is really interesting, too, to think about, too, that like someone would have a persona that like you gravitate towards so much that you would book a plane ticket to Texas or California yeah. or something like that just to go like be in that presence and that kind of mindset. Too. Yeah, it's and it's weird though because even like you look at like Christian, I'm sure have you met him in person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's not like he's not anything and no disrespect to him because like I said I look up to him but he's nothing special and that motivates me even more because yeah. you know you see like a Bradley Martin Bradley Martin's huge you know Jack whatever Strong. he does viral stuff so you like you know you gravitate that because it's cool like it's yeah. eye catching but someone like Christian yeah he gets lean and stuff but literally all of us are bigger than him yeah. you know what I'm saying like it, but I think I think the special thing with him is, yeah. is like my calves might be bigger than his hey, and Max yeah. and Mike. Oh, definitely Max he, yeah. he uh he has his head down, and he um, it goes back to not being friends with everyone. I think one thing even that he said for himself, but he's an introvert, and he puts his head down, and he works, and he doesn't have to be at the club every weekend or hang out with all his friends. He's down. He's okay with this is my goal. I'm doing this, and I'm going to focus on this and do it. And like I said, I think it's inspiring. Like when I drive to Richmond or when I was driving to Richmond, I see a big building. My In my head, I look at the buildings, and I'm like, Another man created that. Another man created that. He owns yeah. this million dollar company. Like maybe that's not something I want to do, but I I just believe like that. You know, yeah. everyone Christian is like super relatable too because he is almost all of our ages. And, like, and we've visually seen it. The transformation, you know? yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's the cool thing. Even just with the shirts, is like yeah. And uh, back to the camera thing. I like I went back to his first video and he has a flip camera recorder. Mm-hmm. And you know you don't see that when you go to it. And uh, I think one thing, even just with Instagram, you know, you follow your favorite bodybuilders or whatever thing you're into, and you see how they're doing it, and you're like, man, I have to do it that way. And it doesn't work for you because you don't, you didn't see when Christian had the little, um, was it, little basically box yeah. to open yeah, his gym works. and training, yeah. or where he had, yeah, exactly, where he had the basic T-shirts with CG Guzman on or whatever fitness. Yeah. And like, I think it's way more relatable and uh, like attractive. No, <laughs> to see yeah. that because like <laughs> you know he oh he did start with just this flip camera he did yeah. just start with these t-shirts you know and i think seeing like oh he did just start with a small box and now he is you yeah. know at alpha land it yeah. makes me feel like i don't film enough you know i mean i've documented a little bit of the gym as much as i could but i wish i filmed years ago yeah. you know and just talked about it or this or that or yeah. film more, even more details of what's going on here but yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah um okay kind of a random question but since you are well known kind of within the rich richmond fitness scene 
do you feel like you consider yourself to be an influencer or do you kind of want to separate yourself from that term or like the, the you know, I, personality that's, around that's that? That's a funny one because I feel like technically, technically, I mean, I'm sure we all are influencers in a way, like individually, because if, you know, that shirt or hat or whatever, like, looks sweet or cool to me. Yeah. Like, it's influenced me to buy that. And um, I don't really want to classify myself as an influencer, though. Like, um, it's funny because I feel like everyone nowadays, if you have X amount of followers, you're cool. Like, you think yeah. you're cool. It becomes and, like a currency or something. Yeah, and, and I mean, people live to it, too. You know, people, yeah. like, say, oh, he's cool. If, if you see someone with 3,000 followers, you're less inclined to follow him if they had 10,000 followers, yeah. right? Um. But I personally feel, for me, when I first started it, I started to share my fitness journey to help other people. You know, it actually, like, it started out as a training thing. Like, it wasn't a, I want to show myself off. And then, you know, it kind of just evolved. Um, but I don't really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't say I'm an influencer. I want to have money at the end of the day. Like, yeah. that's not my goal. Yeah, 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 like, definitely. the fitness thing is my part of my life. Yeah. And so, uh, I said last time, if I never made a do- dollar, dime, whatever, I would still do it, you know, because yeah. I love doing it. And sharing that is important to me, um, but I guess technically, I, you could say I'm a. I don't say I'm a fitness influencer. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was just curious, just because, like, you know, as we kind of grow within the community or like get to know people that maybe blow up or something like that, as far as on Instagram or with the company or something like that, like, you know. It's it's an interesting culture that develops almost. Yeah, um, it's 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 annoying actually. I hate it because it's like we're in here to get better, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. in I'm in the gym to get better. Why are you sizing me up or anything? Period. First of all, like because you have more followers than me doesn't make you any better. Like I didn't make this page to get like more followers. I made this page to share and help, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so I feel like at the end of the day with me wanting to get better, I don't compare myself or put myself in that like position because I wasn't here to be bigger than any of you. Yeah. I was there to show help someone that needed help and to show how I did it. You know, yeah. like this is how I do it. I one of the things that I feel like a lot of people liked about me at the beginning was I posted me eating cookout. You know, um, like I'm not going to show you that I eat all chicken and rice all day yeah. because I don't. And yeah. if you don't want that, then don't follow me. But so you know, I feel like at the end of the day. Um, I don't put myself in that that position because I'm not here to um, necessarily be an influencer. Yeah. You know? yeah, I feel like that's a big part of a current gym culture at Gold's Gyms that I've been to and why I kind of like didn't go to gym or Gold's Gym for a while was I feel like there is so much of an ego and sometimes it is directly related to like you mentioned earlier with like steroid use and being the biggest guy in the gym or being the strongest guy in the gym and some of these people will walk in with almost like their little entourage and they'll set up and take up like a large space at the gym like a corner squat rack and you just feel like they're just look at me look at me or something like that and I feel like a lot of um, you know culture right now is based off that whole kind of influencer thing or look at how many times I got tags or comments on my post or something or oh look at me I'm at the gym or I'm eating clean food and it's all it's a, it's a lot of show it's a lot of look at me rather than you know just putting head down like you said which actually gets you somewhere yeah, yeah and yeah that's the thing because like I used to work out with a bunch of people because at the end of the day I was 
not only like did I want to, but like it was marketing as well, you know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, I want to make this a full time business for me. I would yeah. be lying if I said I didn't. But over, especially after COVID, I I wasn't really feeling my workouts. I wasn't feeling like I was really doing what I needed to do in the gym. And when I'm in the gym, I like talking. Like I like talking. I'll talk to you all day. But I'm in the gym for a reason. I didn't join yeah. the gym to hang out with friends. If I wanted to do that, I'd be, you know, I don't know, in a social group or something. And so, like, people have even just recently asked to work out. And it's not that I don't want to work out with them, but I have to get where I need to be. I'm in this yeah, gym for a too. reason. And so, I just, like I said, I just separate myself from it. I try to because, you know, like, at the end of the day, it's ego. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. it's cool to work out with a bunch <laughs> of people or whatever. And... I don't know. It's just, it's just not, it's just not for me. Like I'm in there to get better. Yeah, here. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is technically a question for Miles, but I feel like it can apply to all three of you guys. Um, do you ever feel offended or not supported when people are friends with you and like your posts but don't support your brand or buy products? Um, you mind if I kick this one off? Kick it off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just because I've talked about it recently um, with like Maddie and stuff. Together. Because oh, I do too, man. I'm trying to <laughs> hold it. Go. Bro, we're getting G right back fuel, to our baby. How can someone be a gamer and have to pee? <laughs> I know. All right, but anyway, so my thing with this, and uh, you know, I'd love to hear what you think about it, is like I don't expect or require at all friends or family to like buy or support my business because at the end of the day, two things. One, that's a lot of pressure to put on someone and kind of force them financially to, to support you or be upset with them if they don't. Yeah. Um, another thing is one – if you think you're gonna like have a successful business just based off your friends and family buying, you're already screwed Stop, at that yeah, point. Like, are you really gonna like survive just off them supporting? Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I've noticed is like, there's some people that have been super on board, whether they've been super close with me, I've known them for years, or whether they're super recent, they're just an Instagram follower. Yeah. You know, I've had some people that have been so supportive, have come and check out the gym, pay a day pass, whatever it is, and I appreciate that so much. And then there's other people that. I've known for years that have, uh, you know, either said congrats and said zip zero nada since that picture or something, or that, you know, live like five, ten minutes away, but probably won't come to the gym. And that's just something that you have to understand as, as a small business owner is that you can't uh, expect and certainly can't require all your friends or family or, or, or acquaintances to just automatically support, especially financially support yeah. your business. You just got to, you know, accept the reality that, you uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I, th I think too. Um, yeah, if it goes back to influence, honestly, if if I'm not, if you don't want to join my gym, I can't be mad at you. Like I, I'm just not attracted to. You're just not attracted to my business or whatever yeah. the case may be. And I think it comes back to like, let's say I'm like Griffin. Here's an energy drink, and then if you don't give me an energy drink back, I'm mad at you. You know, yeah. like if you're doing th things that way, then. You're gonna fail anyways, and you're yeah. gonna be disappointed yep. most of the time. Yeah. And so I, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it bothers me, especially when it's close friends and family, because at the end of the day, if we're thinking about, let's just say Instagram, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to literally double tap. You're gonna if you scroll past, and if you don't, it's not a big deal. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. But to know what it does for, and everyone knows, it's you know, modern like. To know what it does to help someone and then they don't do it is kind of just like, in a way, it's like a slap in the face to me. Yeah. But um, it, it's weird to me when like someone will, um, 
want to like shout me out and then next thing you know like two seconds later they they started something so they're basically like hey oh, like yeah. I, you know they don't say it but like i just shout you out you know like you got me What's next up? right you know, like, yeah you know like so i mean other than that i don't really it doesn't really bother because, me because it doesn't you might have said this while it's gone but it, it almost like when they do things like that it's like they, it doesn't come from a good place it's exactly from like here, I did you one favor. Yeah, that's what you, I said. I'm expecting, yeah, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, you're expecting it back. And it just, it's just, you can't do that to people. It's just not good and, business. And not only that, but it goes back to the culture or the supplements mm-hmm. or even training or uh, videography. Yeah. Like, if you attract, like, if you're just attracting anything and everyone, then it's not going to be special. It's not going to be different. It's just going to be another brand. It's just going to be another thing. And so, like I said, even with this, like, you know, m- most people might not like it. You know, I, when I came out with yellow shirts, like, mm-hmm. some people don't like yellow or don't want to wear yellow. But at the end of the day, if you don't like that, that's fine. I can't be mad at you. Yeah. Like, you know, because you like what you like. You, yeah. You're going to double tap on the pictures you like. And if you didn't like mine, if you're hating on it, then, I mean, I don't really want that around anyways. And yeah. if, you know, you don't like it, then I don't really want you to fulfill, like, fill up my space of people that will like it you know yeah true so i uh i guess i i chip into it a little bit about this topic i with product at the end of the day or with you know apparel the gym i think it all revolves back around you know it, it did take me you know a while when we first started gym flow really cranking out some products and a lot of money into our products like man why aren't these people buying it you know we're local why would they buy this brand or that brand whatever but at the end of the day you got to just be doing it for you. Yeah. And if you aren't doing it for you, you'll realize it. Like, you're always like, man, why are they doing this? Why is that person doing that? At the end of the day, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be, like, deep down what you want to do. And fuck, if you don't support, you don't support. You know, you might not like this one. You like the next one, whatever. But you can't expect everybody to love your shit. Yeah. You've got to love it. You know, that's it. And I think think what you, like, how you represent it is important, too, because, um... You you guys know the rapper Nipsey Hustle? Yeah. Like he was selling a hundred dollar mixtapes. Like he had the, you could get it free online, but he was selling a hundred dollar mixtapes, and you know people were buying them. I think, you know, uh, I look at things like Gucci or you know all those big brands. If you really if you've ever bought a T shirt from there, it's like a Hanes T shirt yeah. with just Gucci pressed on it, yeah. or whatever brand it is. And I think and they sell it for five hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for a T shirt. Like it's nothing special. You know, you put that thing in the dryer, it's done for. And so I think, um, too, it sucks because at the end of the day, when you look at someone with, like, say, on Instagram with X amount of followers over 10,000 or, you know, um, Ghost, people just like what's popular. It's like you can't really – you can be upset about it, but at the end of the day, you can either play into it or continue to do what you do and stay true to yourself. And I think that's the thing with me is like, like I said, I have 5,000 followers. I'm not saying that's a lot or it's not a lot, but people, and I'm not to my own home, but people tell me that like, oh, you're Instagram famous. I'm like, I have 5,000 followers. Like there's like 20, 30 people in Richmond that have more than me. Like I'm not Instagram famous. It's how I carry myself. You know, you be, you're you, you know, that's why you're, that's why, why you, even though you only have 5,000 followers, a lot of people know you because you are real. You're you. You yeah. aren't trying to be somebody else. You aren't trying to copy or be a cover band, other things. Yeah. You know, it's like you're, you're you. You know what you want to do. You do you. So it shows. And I think that's why, even though you have a quote unquote smaller following, like it's, you gravitate people towards yeah. you. You know? Yeah. Um, and then one more. <laughs> um, 
So when we were doing the party in the gyms at Laburnum, mm -hmm. um, this is something that Ryan Coles and I talked about at the last one. But um, unfortunately, as time goes on, like divides or cliques kind of form within the fitness community around here. And when you first start lifting, it's always great to like meet people and connect with those people who have the same passion. Um, but sometimes like ego or other things interfere and make people put up walls, especially like if you know people that like like your Instagram photos, but almost like you feel like you can't even say hi to in the yeah. gym or other things like that. Do you think that that comes from social media? And like, what do you think can be done to kind of reverse that feeling or kind of like promote like better culture, I guess? Um, nothing. Oh. I, I like seriously. I mean, it's just it's just life, you know. Like, there's yeah. forever going to be in kindergarten. There, you know, there's groups. You know, like in in nature, there's groups. And I think at the end of the day, why it's so important. What we've touched on multiple times on this episode is just that you want to attract who you attract, and and it's go back to making everyone happy. You know, guys have ego. We yeah. have ego. No matter if it's big or small, we all have ego. And if I don't, you know, if my feathers don't ruffle, ruffle with another one's, like, there's nothing you can do about it, you know? Yeah. It's it's so funny because, like, my dad um, gets along better with my brother and sister. They, they, you know, get along. They like the same things. They whatever. My dad loves me, but, like, we don't have anything to talk about. I yeah. You know, like, I tell him something that happened, and he'd be like, all right. Like, he don't care. <laughs> and it's like, I, you know, like, at first, you know, you think, like, dang, my dad doesn't care about yeah. me. But he's another man just like we are. And yeah. just because we don't bond doesn't mean he hates me. Yeah. We're yeah. just not the same kind of person. And, and that's just life. You know, you can't, you know, people with egos, they, they're most likely, like, self-conscious about something. And they're overcompensating, you know. So, yeah. like, there's nothing you can do about it in life. I feel like, like I said, as long as you have a positive mindset, you're going to attract those positive people. You're going to attract the negative people, too. But... There's nothing you can do about that you, besides keeping true to yourself and, and, I mean, maybe being selective. But either way, if you're doing that, you're still forming a clique. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I, I feel like I feel like there's nothing you can do about it. Got a last question for you, and then we can get into the uh, answer to the internet questions. Is moving forward with muscle mileage, um, I guess we didn't talk about exactly, like, what's – is something is, – is it already dropped or is it dropping? Tomorrow. Okay, okay. Shoot, tomorrow. Because I hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. Because I, I had a feeling it hadn't yet, but I didn't want to be like late and then be like, oh, I yeah. haven't done my research. But anyway, okay, cool. Now, what is dropping? I see you're rocking one of the – Just the shirt. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just want to make sure because I know you, I've seen some photos of it and I was like, is there something else coming out too? Okay. But what do you feel like moving forward? I know you said you're planning like drops in the future, which I think is great to like we talked about, be calculated and be planned out. But what do you – plan on doing or have you done with this shirt to kind of set yourself apart from you know just regular brands because because i'm sure you would agree there are a lot of small apparel brands that yeah. have popped up and i i think it's so Millions. difficult specifically in the space of uh clothing to really set yourself apart because how i see it and i mentioned this before to uh, both of them is it's like you either have very unique designs or logos or yeah. things like that to set you apart or the specific kind of material, how things are you know, stitched or designed have to be kind of special. Because otherwise, it's hard to stand out in such a crowded right. field. Um, again, I think it goes back to even the gym. You know, I, I want to I, – I like this shirt because this is, if I go to Urban yeah, Outfitters, like I'm going to pay $50 for whether it's Haynes, Gildan, whatever, T-shirt. And there's nothing special about it. It's yeah. just I like the shirt. 
whatever. And so I think um, for me, what's gonna like separate necessarily is um, just doing what I like, you know. And yeah. and if I attract those certain people, like the clicks or whatever, it's they're gonna buy it, you know. There's so many brands, there's so many things. You drive down the street, there's mm-hmm. there's five car dealer places to fix your car, yeah. you know, and they attract the people they like, whether it's whatever they ingrained in the beginning. And so I don't really, I don't really feel like, besides doing what I like, and influencing the people that like that style yeah. to do it. I don't think there's really any. Maybe this is not a good answer, but I feel like there's no point of me stressing or even worrying about what's going to set me apart. I'm going to like me and what the brand represents is what's yeah. going to. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. You know? I think. Um, sorry, Brock. Okay. I. Uh, Maybe kind of more of what he was asking is like when I see the shirt, it does kind of resemble to me like he's similar to I know you had mentioned dark sport before, but like yeah. I like the fatigue look, I like yeah. the oversize, I like the white stitching. Like, you know, was there more intention behind like this new drop versus just like a regular shirt or like going forward? Like, do you want to start paying more attention to like certain details like that as you kind of figure out what fits your style or like what you like? Yeah. Like I said, I was, um, what really made me jumpstart again was, you know, I, I was going to, I really used to buy a lot of clothes. Like I just like buying clothes and, um, I go to urban outfitters and overpriced shirts and I'm like, these shirts are literally nothing special. Yeah. yeah. It's like I said, it's it's the brand. It's just it's the name behind it. It's the same thing with Gucci. And I sat there and I was like, you know, instead of me dropping all this money into these different brands, like I can put in myself and I can do something like similar or what I like. Definitely. And so um my thing what I like, like I said, is graphic tees. You know, I go to the gym, like I like either wearing a nice hoodie or I like wearing a graphic tee that I bought from Urban Outfitters over my stringer or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And I was like, I'm going to do that for myself. I don't need to spend $40 for this basic shirt. It's yeah. nothing yeah. special. When I think there's nothing wrong, too, with like you mentioned kind of what, you know, it's, it is just a shirt. But at the end of the day, it's the man behind the brand. It's the brand behind the yeah. shirt. Yeah. And so if you're putting out, you know, the message, I like that. Is it a newer slogan, your drive, your journey, or is that big? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and I like that. You know, and, it, and it's simple things like that that, you know, when people see uh, Muscle Mileage, they see the logo, they get a feeling, they get a subconscious thought. Yeah. And that's something, you know, I've rambled about how I want people to have those subconscious thoughts when they walk in at the front desk. That's why I've been so kind of critical with, you know, framing those bodybuilding magazines because it gives people a, a different – feeling whether they think about whether they're actively thinking oh these are old school bodybuilding magazines or whether they just see them and it gives them this this feeling of golden age it's yeah. a feeling of of excitement about oh i'm about to work out or this or that it's all about the experience rather than sometimes the direct product of the shirt itself. oh it's a hundred percent experience and and that's the thing like i said you can go you can build any gym in the world there's not like and this isn't a shot at anything or yeah. anyone this isn't the first gym in the area like that is personal. You know, there's yeah. all these different gyms, but what it represents and what kind of feel you get when you walk in there is the difference, you know? Yeah. Like, Will Lawn is the hot spot right now. Yeah. Will Lawn sucks. Like, <laughs> sucks. Like, sucks. There's, there's no reason why, like, you know, the fan. Like, I was liking the fan a while. Yeah. It, it sucks, so, you you're know? You're tall for the fan. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. There's nothing special about those gyms besides the experience you get there. Absolutely. Will Lawn, yeah. right now, it's really popular, and people want to go there and make friends, and that's great. Nice pictures. <laughs> and, and that's great, and I'm not taking anything away from that. Yeah. But, like, that's why I'm not in the gym. You go to Laburnum, it, they're catering. Like, um, 
Clay, like he he buys the equipment for old. You know, he just opened that outside yeah. spot. You know, yeah. and shout out to Ironville, but you know, like yeah, it's. It's got more equipment than any other gym there. Yeah. Why would I go to a gym where, you know, like, this is why I'm going to that gym. One yeah. is, I mean, it's close and stuff, but yeah. I think at the end of the day, the experience is so much more important because you go in the athlete, you automatically, like I said, it's just a, like aura almost. Yeah. It's yeah. like the energy, you know, you it's like, wow, this is just somewhere where I feel comfortable, you know, yeah. I, like, and I get that when I travel, you know, California feels dark to me. I don't know. I like California, but... You go there and you just get that feeling. You feel like if you're comfortable, if you feel at home, if you feel hostile. And I think in any brand or any supplement, any yeah. gym, any you know, store. Well, I ask you a question. So, like, have you been at the shop, I assume, yeah. at some point? Yeah. And so you made that two, two-and-a-half-hour drive, right? Right. Just for a workout. Yeah. And it's things like that or it's like going to Alphalete. It's, it's not – sometimes it is like, oh, there's cool machines, there's cool equipment, there's cool people. But at the end of the day, it's 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 the experience. It's the yeah. Like when I've gone to the shop, I've gone twice. The workout's been good, but it isn't like it isn't the actual physical. The culture workout. is not. Is no yeah. offense, but it's not. The, well, at least for me, it's not. But that's the thing, though. It could not be the feel for you. Yeah. But for someone else, for yeah. someone else, can go in there and be like, wow, this is yeah. like is home, you know? Yeah, and so, you yeah, can't. It's like when I told you when I was giving you the tour, it's like we're not going to be the machine emporium and have anything and everything. We're not going to be able to compete with whatever Golds has funding wise. But what we are going to be able to, you know, provide is that experience, is that culture, is something different, something special that hopefully people don't mind driving an extra 10, 20 minutes from their other gym, you know, because that makes their workout and that makes them that much excited to be here and work out here rather than their crunch down the street or their Planet Fitness, wherever the hell they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking a, dude. Right. And I just wanted to like chime in, you know, I'm sure. And you explained it well with like, you know, whether whether it be a gym or a supplement company or an apparel brand, you know, it's who's behind it and what their thoughts are, their vision. You know, and you already have a mission. And, you know, even from our last show, you had, you know, a reason why muscle mileage and you know, it is your drive, your journey, and like yeah. how far are you willing to take it, yeah. you know, type deal. So there is like, there's there's a lot more to it than just a t-shirt. Yeah, know? exactly. And, and it's funny, actually. Um I talked to my story about how, like, how many times, like, I failed with it and how, like, I decide to continue. And literally, I mean, it's not a lot, but I gained, like, 50-plus followers literally off that story. And so, like, that message, obviously, it resonated with people. Mm-hmm. And it goes behind, like I said, what, what it represents and how that attracts people, like, you know, more so than just the shirt. The journey. That's it. Yeah. So uh, this is answer the internet from Barstool Sports. Answers or questions as fucked up as you are. So they, they might be a little raunchy. The answers are as fucked up as you are. Yeah. Well, Brock picked them, so I'm sure they're nice, good cherries. I'm going to start it off today. So we got polled the internet. Uh, that's decent. What's better, being a cowboy or a pirate? I'll start it off. I'm going pirate just because you get to raid, pillage, get drunk. And uh, sail the seas, sail the seven seas, and have booty. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are y'all's thoughts? Cowboys or pirates? I'll be a cowboy. I like dressing like a cowboy, maybe. <laughs> but as far as the actual thing, I don't really feel like I like riding a horse or like, you know, I'm not trying to. Uh, <laughs> I think of Jack Sparrow. Pull a beer and horse like, beer for my horses and uh, pirates round of the Caribbean. up the, uh, the criminals. I'd rather probably be a pirate. I feel like I'd like using like a sword and, mm-hmm. and getting some booty and treasure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> booty and treasure. Yeah. Probably Separate. cowboy because pirate, you have to think if you're on the sea, 
you're in just like the barracks of exactly the, ship the whole yeah. time yeah. Yeah. always rocking like you have limited food rations but i'm coming, I'm coming to yeah. your cowboy town and i'm stealing it up though. But i got my revolver yeah, so you can't kill me with a machete <laughs> yeah so i know how to navigate the turf that you're in yeah. the bitches love boats yeah yeah <laughs> Cow- I'll say cowboy. No, I want to, yeah, cowboy. Like I said, because one, you're at home. I mean, the the females are going to be on the land. Yeah, that's I imagine you with a cowboy hat and some big like snakeskin boots. Reminds, you know, what you reminds me of is the uh, Old Town Road music video. You ever seen that? No. Oh man, have any of y'all seen it? Well, little Nas. Uh, it's little so. Nas X with the cowboy hat on and then the snake. <laughs> you guys look it up. Yeah, I want one of those old school revolvers. Those yeah. Are sweet. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still you're still yeah, like a bad boy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. maybe but you uphold. Maybe a muscle uh, muscle mileage vest coming soon. Ooh, <laughs> leather vest. next week i'm scared yeah. uh yeah cowboy yeah. for sure but uh, you next my man i'm scared would you rather have no music for the rest of your life or have all music be sung by your significant other she could sing oh dude no music for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah i'd probably go no music but either dude, way for know, me would be no music even yeah. oh sh- you gotta even, pick your imaginary even sarah other. says she doesn't sing that well so even she says that I herself sing so. too bad Maddie won't sing in front of me. She just doesn't like being picked on, so she's like scared I'm gonna make fun of her. I'm like, you're stuck with me for a long time, so <laughs> yeah. it's like go ahead, go ahead you might as well, out. yeah, you might as well be goofy with me. Uh, uh, honestly, I could say no music, only for the fact that, man, no, I don't, I don't know, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. I guess no music. Oh, wait, no significant well, other. Yeah, I would say uh, I do significant Ouch. other. And what if you can't have? What if you don't have a girlfriend? What happens then? Or a significant other? You what do you say? Like well, come on, your mom. just play around with the question. My bad. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll get some by uh, my significant other probably. Let's see. Is there any athlete you would be okay with your girlfriend fucking? Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Maybe Tom Brady. <laughs> Are you Geriatric. going off that looks or what? Like, how are you? How'd you pick that answer? No, I'm just thinking. If I had to pick someone, it wouldn't be like you know. I don't want like Shaq or LeBron James. Oh, you know? I don't want that. But uh, Richard Simmons. It's not nasty. <laughs> I just. Yeah. Go I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody like worthy. I'll pick that someone. Would be okay with. I'll pick someone popular, but like. Because if you pick like a rookie, then they yeah. they might not be the only person hitting that, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I assume this is a one-time thing. You get a little clout. You're like, hey, you know, back in the day, her and Tom Brady. You know? <laughs> I couldn't be mad. Oh, yeah. yeah, pound it. I couldn't be mad. I always said that like, if someone famous is trying to hook up with you, like this is a once in a lifetime thing. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna be happy <laughs> with it. Oh, have y'all ever had the thing, y'all y'all two specifically, where like. Maddie said, like, I guess her her mom had done this, and, you know, other people do it, too, where they'd be like, okay, if you, ha- if you, uh, you get, like, one person that's, like, super famous, you can choose that if they were, like, oh, that's a trick on question. you. They're like, you would do that? Yeah, no, no, but you get, like, one pass or something. Like, for her, it's, like, The Rock or something. But you know what I pick for mine? Who, who is it again? Recency bias. It's, like, basically, it's, like, one person that's a celebrity that if, like, you know, you could hook up with them, you can, like, get off scot-free. Yeah, right, it's not, like, it? a deal. Off recency bias, I said Megan The Stallion. Who's that? Oh, a rapper. Savage. I'm a savage. No, she. No. That's her. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a yeah. savage. No, she, uh, WAP. She's in WAP. Not Cardi B. I don't, I don't know. She's a bitch. I don't like her. I haven't seen her. I, know I, what's I haven't seen her music Honestly, videos. Honestly, I haven't seen her music videos. I'd say Megan Styles like a just an average. She's Ooh, nothing she crazy. Average. She's nothing crazy. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. I had some recency bias. Like my thoughts are probably changing now, but uh, for, for a while I was like, I don't know. I saw a video on Twitter of her uh, gyrating, and I was like, gyrating. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Shucking and I was and like, jiving. Yeah. I was like, that'd be a quick twenty seconds. I still seconds. can't get on the athlete thing, man. Like I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't know. Like. Yeah, I know. Like Tony Hawk. Um, that'd be nice and boring. I'm trying to think of like now. nice and boring. Yeah, but I don't watch <laughs> football, never go basketball, back to that again. baseball, anything like that. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't really keep up with either. I would. I would, it would be. A, I don't know. I wouldn't be okay with me, but I would let it happen. Like, I mean. I mean, I guess Tom. Br- I mean, that's like I don't know. Like oh, we're like merging questions yeah. at this point. We get like and the dogs. <laughs> and the dogs. What's better, boneless wings or regular wings? Boneless. So chicken nuggets? Yeah, you can eat them with the knife and fork. You don't have to chew around bones. I knew he would say this. I I don't want sauce on my fingers. Yeah. I have a a beard, and I'm going all bone. I'm a bone guy. That's because you would probably like (laughs) taste it later on. I mean, they're good, but they're just... Yeah, but traditional. They got the bone gives it. There's flavor. something more satisfying when you know flavor. you've like eaten all the meat off the bone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going boneless. <laughs> but what? All right. I, I don't know. Nice. It's a mood. It's a mood for me. Me and my house have yeah, agreed you on like every question. Yeah, chicken nuggies. Cowboys with boneless wings. Yeah. All right. To polish it off, when you're getting your your boneless wings, yes. are you doing sauce or are you doing dry? Sauce. Sauce. All right. Well, at least that. I Where think anybody that gets anybody in? that gets either bone or boneless and gets dry rub why even yeah. get the wings oh like so- it could be saucing wait yes. no i either Favorite get barbecue wild wing sauce medium or hot parmesan I'm a, garlic I'm, well spicy spicy garlic spicy garlic is good but i like either hot or like somewhat like a medium God hot damn. type deal you're gonna judge me i get the chipotle the chipotle uh barbecue it's a dry rub oh. <laughs> on the bone like on the, the bone don't they have some like honey barbecue one yeah that's, that's what i get for good. boneless though or yeah. bones. And you, what, do you drink water after every one because they're so dry? Yeah, well, man? they're spicy. Yeah. Well, they ain't got no sauce, Sriracha's though, Sriracha's too spicy. Honestly, I'm not a big chicken person. Right. What do you eat, then? You eat Chick-fil-A all the time. No, like, I'm talking like bone. Oh, like, bone. Kind, of freak, kind of freaks me out sometimes. I love pizza, too. Well, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love pizza. Well, all right, guys, that's it for this one. Uh, thank you for coming back on, Miles. Dude, Thanks for having love me. to have you back on again. Um about to catch a lift i guess and that being said if you have any questions for us for the next episode drop them down in the questions below and obviously follow us all on social media which will be in the description below and until next time we're out of here and you know what for uh you can go ahead and cut